and welcome to the premiere episode of do you work here the podcast for retail workers by retail workers i am royal jelly i'm here with my co-host shadow hello hello full disclosure we have recorded previous episodes but due to the topics of the the current topics going on in the world we wanted to uh, cut the line so this is the premiere double zero episode what we've got going on i don't know if you followed if you follow the news or anything um but for the first time in a while um uh, the, they, there were 11 CVS pharmacists that walked out of their job in protest for working conditions in Kansas City. Oh, sh- 11 pharmacists. Yeah. Damn. So you cannot operate without a pharmacist in the building. Like, you can't operate your pharmacy. Right. Like, yeah. you can't even ring up prescriptions. So they, they organized... Um, and and successfully had a a, a walkout. Um, so I feel like this would this is a good topic to cover, and I kind of want to go out and show support um, because me and my boss we got into an argument about it. Actually, um, I found out about four days before that it was going to happen. Okay, and um, I sent it to some of my pharmacy buddies, and then when it happened, like I it I that next day I w- I worked overnight. So my boss came in and I was like, hey, did you hear about the pharmacy walkouts? And he was like, yeah, they should fucking fire every one of those sons of bitches. And I'm <laughs> like, I disagree, man. And he was like, there are certain steps you should you take if you have a problem with your working condition. And I was like, but fuck, you know as well as I do, the proper channels will nothing will ever get done. No, I mean, that's that's the reason they tell you to go through proper channels is, is so those issues can get squashed in the process yeah. of going through those proper channels. I mean, and it, they rolled the dice. Don't get me wrong. Like, like CVS could easily show up and fire every one of them. Oh, yeah. Um, from what I'm reading and what I'm hearing, CVS is sending executives to go talk to them and see what they can do. But they they basically, uh, we'll call it a strike or a walkout um, for unsafe working conditions. Um and not like when you're in a factory unsafe, but they are having to do so much extra other than fill prescriptions and take care of patients mm. that it is they are worried that they are going to kill somebody because they have. They oh, are yeah, because under... I mean, it, they mix up like medications and things like yeah. that. That could definitely lead to someone fucking dying. So, yeah, yeah okay, I can definitely and see so, that being like, as an unsafe working condition. They have phone calls that they have to make, and some of it you can't get away with. Like, um, because I was reading up, one of the things they were saying was they have a a certain amount of phone calls they have to make that are monitored. So you have to um, make these these phone calls, and some of them are like people who stop taking their cholesterol medicine, and you call them, you're like, "Hey, you haven't picked up in a while. You need to come in. You know, tell them why it's important." Um, right. And then um, then others are like calling to get them to do vaccines and shit. And they're saying like that takes away from like filling prescriptions and like taking care of the customers who are in the store. Yeah. Like right off the bat, that sounds like it'd be something for like, a, what is it, a pharmacy tech or pharmacy aid? I can't remember what the yeah. other one's called. Yeah. Well, that, that so- leads to the other problem. There's not enough pharmacy techs <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to do that. Like, um, so they, they, they kept, they kept saying like, we need more hours, we need more help and nothing happened. So they basically walked out. Yeah. I mean that alone, hundred percent, I stand behind them on that because that is, that's bullshit. Yeah. I fully support them. They need to keep going. I, I, um, I've been following it, like I said, and there are rumors that like they were going to keep walking out. I think the executive showing up and talking to like the, I don't know if there's like a main leader, like a, like the, the head pharmacist of all these, like, I don't know if there's a main organizer and sure. I don't know if they're really talking to people or they're just saying that, but I know news outlets have been showing up to stores. Um, 
And there's been a lot of conversation about it in stores across the United States, not just in Kansas City. Oh, because I mean, you know, it's happening across the country, not just there. They just happen to be the first ones to be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're done. Oh, yeah. Um, but good I on mean, them. Yeah. It, it's, it's a gamble, dude. Like, I know in the past, like Walmart workers have tried to organize a walkout. Or like a job, like just sat down on the job. Like yeah. when I was at Walmart overnight, there was a there was a big inter- there was a big push on the internet for like third shift stalkers to just sit down in the floor and not stop. Yeah, I think I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah, and that that's hard, dude. Like it's hard to get people. Like back then, they were making nine dollars an hour. It was like I yeah. didn't encounter anybody that did it. But you're talking about pharmacists making six figures plus that literally just shut the door and were like, it's, it's not safe. It's not safe for us to work here and serve you. So we're having to close down. I mean, and that's, that's fucking very big of them because that's them yeah. putting their careers on the line to save people's lives. So, I mean, that alone is just so selfless. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. But they have, they have more, a little bit more uh job security like they have a skill they can go work for almost anybody else like uh, a front store or 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 an overnight worker like you quit your job like you're replaceable you're easily disposed of um but this could you know um I've never been in a union. I've never had to deal with a union, but there's a lot of talk about they just they're talking about a pharmacist union. I'm thinking they should push it forward and that could leverage into like a retail employees union. Um I know both sides have good and bad. Like I know people who are in a union and there's good points and bad points just like with anything. And I know yeah. Walmart's stance is they're pro-employee, not anti-union, but they're saying we give you more than what the union would ask for. And I just, I don't, I don't agree. Like, I, I, <laughs> right, yeah. I, I really do. I think a union's the way to go. Um, and I hope this leads the pharmacist into a union because it is not. It, I, I don't want to say fun because that's not the right word. But it is a chaotic work environment that is very, like, I don't know why anybody would do that. Like, especially you're a pharmacist. You went to pharmaceutical school. You are, you know, a quarter million dollars in debt, if not more, coming out of it. And you get put in this environment where you're not taking care of people. You know, you're 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 doing mostly computer work and then you're being yelled at because you're not making these phone calls um the the customers are mad at you because they're not feeling like they're getting the one-on-one relationship that they used to have especially these old-time people who used to know their pharmacist and they knew, knew their name knew their birthday knew their family and now they just feel like a a cattle like a head of cattle in a, in a, <laughs> in a giant herd you know and yeah. and i totally get it and like i get i get some of it that it's all become kind of like retailized and it's not and there's more people like you know oh yeah in the 1970s and 1960s we didn't have you know 300 million people in the in the united states so it, it's i don't know like it's not easily solved and I get that. And I'm not a hundred percent. Like I understand the company standpoint, like the company's here to make money. Yeah. Like you can't get like, and people like people often project their hatred of the situation onto the company. They're like, you know, Walmart needs to do better. CVS needs to do better. Walgreens needs to do better. They're a company. They are an entity designed to make money. Yeah, the people running that need to do better. The board needs to do better. Like it's hard to explain to like how can you look at a pharmacist? Like one of the articles I read said that um, adding an extra tech per shift per store would cost the company two hundred and fifty million dollars 
which is a sixth of their profit that they made last year. Yeah, so. I mean, that, that just pretty much an investment. That way you don't have yeah. incidents like this where the pharmacists walk out. Now what are they losing? Probably way more than a six if it continues on for a long period of time. Yeah, as far as I know, there hasn't been another walkout. I know there's been threatens, threat, yeah. threats of it. Um, but And, and this kind of leads into the other thing, this other <laughs> situation like uh, Target announced they're shutting down seven Target stores in a major major metro area, I think is in San Francisco-ish area. Um, due I can to see that, but yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I can definitely see that because of just the Wild West that San Francisco looks to be becoming. And it's not just, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, the, the word got out that these companies aren't, they're not prosecuting shoplifters. They're telling their people not to shop, not to stop shoplifters. So it's a free for all. From my understanding, I may be wrong, but didn't that stem from like a law got changed to where like a certain dollar amount of theft is no longer a felony. It's just like a misdemeanor. And then that's right. where like people just stop really pursuing it once it's just a misdemeanor. So that's I think what that's a local thing. thing. Like that's why I like well, that, that's why I thought it was so prominent in San Francisco because that's yeah. where it happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't really sure, it, but I thought that's what it was. I think they upped their misdemeanor like anything below five thousand dollars or something like it's an astronomical amount of money to steal. Um, I know around here, like most of the time, the cops are like, if it's $500 or less, don't call us, you know, um, I've personally been told that, but corporate doesn't have your back. So, and it sucks because they don't, they don't want you to stop shoplifters. They're doing nothing to prevent shoplifters from, from stealing. And then they're just turning around and closing stores. Like that's not fair to those people that work there. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't know why anybody lives in 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 San Francisco anyway. Like, the the cost of living up there is so insane. Um, but like, because if if imagine that that pharmacist walkout happened in San Francisco, they would just close those pharmacies down. I mean, there's yeah. a potential they would. Um, because Target's not looking at that like when you when you shut down a store because of shoplifting, you're not really losing customers. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, what I mean, it, yeah, who's who's already paying for it? Like, you're not going to be like shutting a store down because of theft and be like, oh no, we're, we had we were making so much profit, but we're, unfortunately we have to close. No, they weren't making anything. Everything right. was getting stolen. It was the money pit. So they're like, yeah, we're not losing yeah. shit. Fuck it. Like, I mean, I my store got closed. So I've been through that. Like I had well, customers, but the way my store was set up, there was another store of the, the same company, another store a mile down the road. So, <laughs> and then there's another one five miles on the other side of town. So like everybody, and it was the oldest store in town. So like it just didn't have, like it wasn't a nice store. Like it was, it was kind of shitty. Okay. But I, there were a lot of customers that are like, I don't like going to that other store. I like going to this store. This store's <laughs> less busy. And I was like, I know that's part of the problem is it's not busy enough to stay <laughs> And they were like, but I this is the only place I shop. And I, I told somebody, I was like, well, maybe if you'd have shopped here more and stopped arguing about coupons all the time, we would have stayed open. See what you, the customer, that's, that's what happened, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so I, I mean, like I said, it, it was a risky move by the pharmacist to yeah. walk out. Um, I feel like they're validated. I feel like it's the right move for them. I hope it works out. Um, I hope it works out for them. You know, like oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, what are um, what are your thoughts on anything, like? What what what's I know you've kind of been chiming in, but what's your like? Do you feel like it was a valid walkout or like yeah? Do you 100%, feel like, like the patients like I don't have anybody like I have some in laws who are like on kind of like critical meds, but nothing really life threatening. If they couldn't go to a pharmacy for a day, that it would kill them. You know, I 
I know a couple people they're on some really important meds. Like if they don't take it on a regular basis, their life is is at risk. Um, yeah. Nothing like they're immediately going to die. So I mean, they'll have time to like find a new pharmacist or this or that if if it like were to shut down. Um, but yeah, like I said, as far as the strike goes or the walkout, I, I definitely back it up for sure because that that's the pharmacist caring for their patients that they have. While there might not be like traditional doctors where they're like in a room out of clinic, you know, you know, checking in on their patients or whatever, that's that's still their patients. So I still see how they can have that sense of responsibility to care for them. So them taking the time to be like, listen, if this continues moving forward, it could lead to a tragic result. Um, so like this is not just for them because, again, while their jobs may be secure, so they're not as risk of not ruining their career and like being completely out of money and broke, homeless, whatever, like other retail workers might be who are living paycheck to paycheck. To paycheck um, it's it's so bold of them to take this step to put their customers first, um, to put uh, to put their patients first for their safety. So definitely good on them for that. Um, for me, corporations, not just like the brand, but like, yes, like you said before, the boards or whoever makes those big decisions up at the top, it is definitely their responsibility for taking things like this into account and being like, okay, if I have one worker that if he leaves, shit shuts down like half the store like one of the primary functions of the store can't function without this one individual right. person why would i not support them in the way that they in, in a basic way at least yeah like if they're being distracted and their main priority of the job is customer safety and satisfaction and getting them taken care of is being distracted by this other little fucking bullshit like making having to make phone calls for this i mean yeah the phone calls are important i'm not saying they're not important but that being said they shouldn't be the priority of the main pharmacist that's what other positions are for is to yeah. do that clerical type of work so if i'm an executive i would be like i want to support these people so they can do the their job the best way possible so what kind of support do they need let's get that support implemented um so yeah i mean i hope my hope is that if there are executives um actually talking to the people that are walking out um that they actually listen to them and they actually provide at least some kind of basic support structure to not only get them back to their job but to help expand that support to all the other stores and therefore creating a cascading effect to where this is not going to happen not even just with that company itself we use it with cvs right yeah yeah so not even just cvs but any other store like a walgreens whatever anything that's like that they should also have similar support systems in place to where this is not because if it's happening at cvs you know it's probably happening other places as well especially with the economy and with unemployment the way it is and all that shit, you know it's not just an isolated incident in these set amount of stores where these people walked out of it's definitely cbs and walgreens um walmart their pharmacy surprisingly isn't that busy you would think it would be the exact opposite you would think walmart's pharmacy would just be overran but i never heard a walmart pharmacist complain about staffing issues ever well that's um, good. yeah but they always had used to now granted this was 10 years ago at this point they had, you know, like one pharmacist and four techs there basically all day. Um, but the majority of the walkouts, I forgot to make this point. The majority of the walkouts were pharmacists from uh, CVS's inside targets. Okay. So um, reading up on articles, those tend to be the slowest of most CVS's. And that's what corporate was saying was they don't do enough to merit um, having help. So you are literally the only person there. You're Jesus covering, you're, you're there to, like you've got, from my understanding, you've got electronic prescriptions coming in. Then you've still got old school who write the prescription, you know, on the, on yeah. the pad and then send you in. Yeah. Um, so you've then... Like, so you've got to deal with the prescriptions coming in electronically and the prescriptions being walked in, um, the prescriptions that are scheduled to be filled on that day so they can be picked up, the random person walking in to pick up their, because just because it feel, it's filled doesn't mean people come and pick it up. Yeah. There are people like, you know, anytime you've had a prescription, you're like, oh, I'll get that tomorrow. Like, take that, you know, and in a Target, they might do, I don't know, 200 scripts a day maybe less, which it doesn't sound like a lot, you know, but when you're, you're doing everything about, else on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got phone calls that you have to make. So 
and this is what corporate doesn't see. They see, they look and they see a 15 minute increment and they're like, oh, this person only had one prescription dropped off and one prescription picked up, you know, um, yeah. but they're not taking into account, like how many phone calls did they get during that time? Like they, they look and they're like, oh, you only get so many phone calls and you're on the phone for this long, but you're on the phone and a customer walks up to drop off and then a customer yeah. walks up to pick up. So you're the only person there. You're on the phone. You're fucked. Like you are literally like in that moment, there is no right or wrong answer. Do you put the person on, on the phone on hold? Yeah. And then look at the person dropping off the script and be like, okay, I can do this. Like you can go, I'll have you done in I don't know how long and then go yeah. do the, you know, like, well, what, what do you do? Like, there's no class on that. Like, uh, I mean, because no... it doesn't help that each interaction could be the start of a, a, something whole, that takes a long period of time to, to deal with, whether it be the thing that you're dealing with on the phone or the person that may be just dropping off a script. They might have a couple questions that lead to more questions that lead to other oh, yeah. things and this and that, yada, yada. So, yeah, each new interaction has the potential to just eat up so much of your time. So, like, at yeah. the bare minimum, I'd say at every store, regardless of how small, should have at least two people, at least like the pharmacist and a tech. That way the tech can work on balancing all the front end stuff and the pharmacist can work on the back end stuff. And when they have a moment of not doing the back end stuff, they can then help with the front end stuff. Right. But having them solely be the only person to deal with all of it, that's yeah ridiculous. And Absolutely you get ridiculous. Into, you get into busy stores that have a drive through like. Oh, yeah. Oh. So you need basically in a busy store, you know, you would need a pharmacist, somebody at the drive through somebody at pickup, somebody at drop-off, and somebody at production, where they're fill they're actually filling the scripts. Yeah. Drop-off could, could help production, and, like, drop-off could swing, because, like I said, you don't get that many, like, paper scripts anymore. Yeah. But, like, going back to help in the pharmacy, like, depending on what state you're in, like, the, there's a board of pharmacy in every state, and they have their own special rules in yeah. every state. Um, so some states, people can just go back and help other states. They can't, you know, mm, and like okay. where we're on the border of two states, you know, like you have to have a license in every single state. Jesus. Like they might have like a national license that certifies you for everything. I don't know, but I know like, I, I doubt it's that easy. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But I do know like, if you are like Kansas city is in Kansas and Missouri, it is, it is a town split by a state split by two States. So you're a pharmacist and you're working in Kansas and then the Missouri pharmacists walk out. You just can't send that pharmacist to go work in Missouri. They have to have a Missouri license. Yeah. That make, yeah. but the point I was making when you go, like, say you're going to go hop on a register, and you're like, I'm going to go help him out. Like, there, it, it's chaos back there. I feel bad. It never fails. Um, and I've confirmed this with several different people that have tried to go back and help the pharmacy. You go back there, and the customer, you could wear, you could walk back there wearing a dunce cap and a shirt that says, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and they will talk to you like you work back there full time. Yeah, like you're the pharmacist themselves. Just being like at Walmart, if you work in the pharmacy, the OTC stuff, the over the counter, like your antacids and your allergy pills yeah. and stuff you get, like if you are working out there, they assume you are a pharmacist. <laughs> yes. So, and you're like, no, 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 no. I, I, I barely finished high school you know but they're just like hey look at this rash or can i put can i take these two things and you're like i don't know so imagine that you are behind the counter and they're coming to pick up a prescription and be like okay what's your name and you type in their name and like okay you've got um three prescriptions ready now oh i should have four i <laughs> which ones are they great. have you ever read a fucking medication name like and i'm not talking about like they're not allegra 
No, no. Yeah, some of them are just ridiculous. Even if when I have yeah. it in front of me, I'm like, I have no idea how to pronounce this. Good luck. It's not Prilosec. Yeah, so you're like, I, I don't... Bitch, you just saw me stacking dog food. I'm just here to help people. Why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> I remember one night I was working, uh, when I was working at Walmart, I was literally, I, I was maintenance. I was pushing around Desma, and I had people ask me about certain medications and if they interact with other kinds of medications because I happened to be in the Advil section. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I just sweep around here. I don't know what's going on. It's all day. I mean, and you go to help out of the kindness of your heart or you get told to and you're like fine i'm gonna go help out the pharmacy we're in the same store or i like these people like i don't want to see anybody get behind and struggling but you get put in those positions and then you feel fucking dumb yeah and then the person gets irritated with you and you're like cut me some slack dude like (laughs) but there is no sympathy and like you know like i get like the customers need to be kicked in the nuts too like there (laughs) there are customers who were just mad because the store was closed fuck you like there are other things that exist outside of you yes like you are part of the problem like pharmacists will tell you i love my customers that's bullshit they don't love all their customers (laughs) that like the fact that pharmacists have the ability to kill any one of their patients and they don't (laughs) that's a true testament to how good these people are these are saints because there have been people if you would have said you put this pill in with their pills because they're they're they'll just take it well not all of them like some of them like you have to tell i've read stories on like retail hell and stuff of like there's a prescription bottle and it says, Hey, there's a new manufacturer. So these pills aren't the same, but they are the same strength. You still take two of them. You can take them. Like they print out, there was a paper with instructions and this person, you would have thought they were trying to be murdered. (laughs) I, I don't like taking the diamond pills. I only like taking the round brown ones. No, we have no control over that. It's the same medicine. Be like, no, it affects me differently. It oh, yes, you are the special. You're so special that your digestive system, we have to cater to. So this company that does no longer do business with us or they changed production, they changed the shape of it, we, they have to go back and make brown circle pills just for you. I've had a customer tell me they can't eat red. <laughs> i mean i've heard of being allergic to certain like dyes food dyes and red and all that stuff that's been a yeah. common one but yeah i feel like this is just one of those anything that's red i can't eat yeah because <laughs> their their prescription was switched from a blue pill to a red pill oh my it, god it, it was a, a certain color pill to a red pill and they're like i can't eat red and i was like i don't think that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but not legitimate. It just goes like, how do you help somebody that, like, I mean, I, 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 I don't have the patience for it, it so something. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, no, because I would just lose. I'm like, then, then don't fucking take it. That's on yeah. you. Here it is. Take it or not. It's your fucking choice. And then, it, and, and you're helping people, and there's a line, and you're trying to get people out, and somebody walks up, and they're like, man, you guys are busy today, aren't you? Yeah. What, what, what do you want? <laughs> You're like, oh, um, can I take this? Or I need to pick up this. Okay. It's this much. Oh, it shouldn't cost that much. Can you look up my insurance? Not on this register. Go over there. Go. Like, <laughs> I can't help you. Well, I need to talk to a pharmacist. Be like, do you see this man? He's on the phone. He's like, <laughs> I've seen pharmacists. They're on the phone and they're counting. And I know that doesn't sound too hard, but you oh, no, fucking yeah. try it. No, absolutely not. I can't like, type and talk at the same time, let alone count pills and answer stupid questions on the phone. Yeah. I've seen them. They've been on the phone. They've been counting and they're talking to a customer all at the same time. 
Like, and you're telling me like they couldn't use more help? Like that's fucking dangerous. Like, if imagine if you go back there to help and you're in a state where you can count pills. Yeah. Like you don't count them one at a time, because if you have to count to ninety or a hundred and twenty or three hundred and sixty, like you have to count by like fives. If you count by threes in the pharmacy, they think you're stupid. And they're like, you need to count by more than three. But counting by five is hard. Like, And I know it doesn't sound hard, but put that added pressure of like, you're going to give somebody the wrong amount of pills. So you're like five, 10, 15. Okay, is this 20 or was, or is this 25? Like I just yeah. said 20. So, so 20 is there. So I'm counting five. And you're like, now is this 25 or is this 30? Like, and you're like, fuck, I don't know. And like, you're so afraid to make a mistake <laughs> that you start counting you're like five, 10, 15, 20. And cause you're not, you're not just counting by fives, like five, 10, 15, 20. That's easy. You are taking a pile of pills and you have this little spatula thing and you separate five. So you're like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, 10, one, two, three, four, five, 15, 20, 20 30. And then somebody walks up and be like, Hey, it's 1230. And you're like, fuck you dildo <laughs> like i have so yeah. much sympathy for pharmacists and like i true i get it like i know i'm being vague on here for a reason i'm trying not to blow up my spot about where i work <laughs> and i'm trying not to get myself in trouble because believe you me like once this episode hits with and it's going to be right in the midst of the the cvs walkouts and stuff like it wouldn't surprise me if the corporate AI bots that look for this sort of social media interaction are going to flag this episode and be like, find me this man. Find me this man. Bring me his head. Yeah, I want the heat. Bring me the smoke. <laughs> but I tried to get a pharmacist on here, but they, uh, they, they declined. They declined. Yeah, they didn't like, but their pharmacists I've talked to, they were like, man, I wish I had the balls to do that. Or <laughs> like, and, and there are pharmacists out there that would, would strike in a heartbeat. And I don't blame them. Like, I don't, but they're, they're it, it's a hard position to do. It's a hard thing to do. Like, can I, I don't know. Like I stand with the pharmacist and I just, I would love to get a pharmacist's opinion on what we can do to support because there, hopefully there's going to be retail workers that listen to this, that just like, just like with the, uh, with the, uh, Hollywood strike, the writer strike, yeah. the director's guild went on strike with the writers. And I'm told if you ask like the truck drivers, they will go on strike for your cause as well. But they ask when they go on strike, you go on strike with them. Because it's literally strength in numbers. Yeah, solidarity, yeah. Yeah, and that's why, like, it's hard to get... But it's it's hard to get that many people to, like... To, like, sign up for the union. Like, there's a teacher's union. And some people are like, oh, I don't want to pay the dues. Yeah. But the union covers your ass. You know, like... I have a buddy that works for the post office. And... He said, like, their union rep files a grievance at least once a week about mistreatment or breaking the union rules. Like, you telling me not only pharmacists, but retail workers couldn't use that sort of sort of support? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I think they need to keep pushing. And I think if, if they're... Because, and that was the thing, they were like... Um, CVS is like, we weren't aware of this in this market. And they were like, it's not just the market issue. This is countrywide. Like, you need to address yeah. this company-wide. And according to CBS, CBS.com, they ha CVS has come out and said that they are trying... Um, it says, CVS Health is vowing to remedy a range of workplace issues that have led to pharmacists walking off the job, closing multiple drugstores in and around Kansas City, Missouri. Um, the nation's largest retail pharmacy chain saw a dozen of its locations shut down unexpectedly on September 21st and 22nd. Uh, the company is committed to addressing concerns that have been raised by our pharmacists, developing a sustainable, scalable action plan that can be put into place in any market where the support may be needed. Get your head out of your ass. It is needed everywhere. Everywhere. But it's that thing, like... it. 
And it's part of the problem, like everywhere, like you could use more help in your job, right? Like you're I mean, head of yeah. a team. Do you need yeah. more people on your team? Yeah. Like you just said, you are salary. You don't get paid to work overtime. So yeah. if one more person can get you out of that overtime realm, it's worth that to you, but you're costing that the company money. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's funny because me and the other supervisor were talking because we um, averaged it out. And it only takes for us, it only takes an average of an extra five hours per week of overtime. And we're making the same as our as our uh, team members. That's the people under us. So, I mean, right. yeah. Uh, and honestly, this last couple of weeks, we've been averaging well over five hours of overtime uh, per week. So, there you have it. Like, um, if you are a pharmacist and you hear this... Um, and you want to hit us up, um, hit me up at uh, stories at workherepod.com. Um, and if you just want to write like a letter, we'll read it on, on air. If you want to call in, we will set up a time to call and talk to you. Uh, uh, whatever we need to do to support, I, I just want to like give my encouragement and be like, keep going, keep pushing. You know, don't just don't just stop when you are satisfied. Make sure that the company is taking care of everybody, because that's the only way. Like if you just stop because they took care of you, you're not fixing the problem. You're fixing your problem. But there is still a systemic problem in the system. Like and and if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, well, my store's fine. Be like, good. But you should help your 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 fellow workers, your brothers in retail arms you should help them get to where their store is good too. Oh, fuck, I burped. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but I know my voice yeah. changed. But anyway, like <laughs> you should you should support your team. Like, don't just make it about you. And I think that's one of the biggest problems in retail is people are like, I need more help. And then when they get it, they're like, well, life's good. So, so screw yeah, it. Yeah, and they stop there, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to be fair, if some of those instances might be where that's all, you know, is your store because you don't travel to the stores. You don't really like, you don't care about other stores outside of your own world. And that's, that's definitely understandable. Um, so I can definitely see that being as one of the issues is like, once your problem is fixed, that's the only problem you knew it existed. But that being said, if there's a problem, a systematic problem, like you said, within your store, chances are there are plenty of other locations that also have that same type of issue. Yeah. So that is definitely something to keep in mind for those that like are going through this and get their problem fixed. You're like, okay, if I'm having this problem, others might be having this problem. What can I do to help other people that were in my place to get them the support that I now have or something like that? Yeah. And my boss, like I see his side of the argument too, was like, you need to like go to the board of pharmacy. You need to go to the, the executives, you need to like, let the people up top know, but this, it's just, it's hard to get through to those people. I mean, and that's him saying that, like, as if that hasn't already been attempted because right. you know, by this point that they, that they've decided to you uh, gather together a walkout, they've tried those proper checks. Yeah. They've tried it again and, and again then, and again. I've read like they've, people have been to the board of pharmacy so much and the board of pharmacy doesn't do anything. So like they're accusing the board of pharmacy being in the big companies pockets that the big companies are like, don't let this go through. And if you think bribery doesn't happen in this country anymore, you are fucked. hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't, I don't so know. It's so much easier to be like for the execs to be like, okay, how much is this going to cost us to implement this change? Hundred thousand yeah. dollars. We'll tell you what. I'll give you ten thousand if you just make it go away. Right. That's so much cheaper and so much easier than having to worry about procedural changes. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent bribery. Hundred percent. And I mean, it's just like it's said. It's our government's the same way. Like, like there's that one dude. He just got indicted, didn't he? For um, like hundred percent evidence. Like he had cat envelopes of cash. Uh, his wife had like a new Mercedes Benz and all this. I can't remember the exact details, but yeah, like hundred yeah. percent. He's like, oh, that's uh, no, I didn't know. Uh, my my wife talked to those people. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with that. Bullshit. Right. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, like that house of cards should come tumbling down because he's not the only one. I 100%. mean, he, he's a sacrificial lamb, you know. And I don't like to get into politics. One because I'm not read up well enough on the political 
situation. But I still know that like, like Walmart supports the Republican candidate no matter what, because they don't want a Democrat in the White House because they are, and I quote, afraid of unions. Like <laughs> when I was when I was at Walmart, like I would just like I don't uh, full transparency. I didn't vote until this last election. I never voted, so I just fucked with people. And I remember <laughs> one like I remember one lady like it was Obama's first. Uh, first go at it before he was elected and i was like i'm gonna vote i'm gonna uh i'm gonna vote for obama and she was like well i hope you like unions because that's the first thing they're gonna do is implement unions in the retail (laughs) and i was like if you think that they have nothing better to do than to let retail workers unionize you're insane that's not on his to-do list Like yeah, I don't we, think we definitely got those unions didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't think the government cares one way or another about retail workers. I really don't. Like, not really. I don't know. Um, but keep going. I I really I really want pharmacists to keep fighting, and I don't know how to help. Like, if there was a union, you could like donate money to the union because if you're in a union and you go on strike, there is a minimum payment that they make to you. It's not okay. as much as you would make. It's not as much as your paycheck. It's like 30% or something, but fuck, it's better than nothing. Yeah, like, it's not better than nothing. Like, uh, um, so I just, I I wish I knew more. I wish we could have got a pharmacist on here to, to see what we could have done, you know, like what we can still do. And I just, I think at this point, I think just keep talking about it, you know, um, if a news outlet wants to talk to you, be like, look, I'm afraid of retaliation from my company, but if you make me anonymous, I will totally talk to you. Yeah. And that was one of the things I pitched to uh, a pharmacist was like, you don't have, we won't name you. Like we won't even name where you work. Like we try to be vague enough that nobody knows where we live, you know? So we, we try to, because you and I are still both working stiff. So and <laughs> yeah. I know that neither one of us matter enough that they can fire us and put somebody in our place just like that, like so quick, you know, um, pharmacists, yeah, like pharmacists, there's not, it's not that easily replaceable, you know, and especially if you get a good pharmacist, you know, having somebody because like there's pharmacists that are in the hospital, you know, there, there's pharmacists outside of retail pharmacy and they don't have to put up with that shit. They don't have to make these phone calls. Like, yeah. Um, we, I knew of a, a pharmacist. He was a pharmacist in a hospital, and he just he was like, "I want to get out. I want to interact more with patients." I was like, "You're stupid. You're fucking up." <laughs> I said, "You're fucking up," yeah. because yeah. it's it's you would be appalled at some of the things that they track, like. Uh, one of the uh, pharmacists in the retail hell subreddit was talking about that uh, along one of one more thing that CVS does is you have to answer the phone within three rings. I Jesus. forgot to add that. So now you've got a car to drive through and you've got a tech helping that you've got a person at pickup and somebody from the front store is helping pick that one up. And they've got a, they've, they've got a problem with uh uh, their their bill, like you're gonna have to rebuild their insurance, and the front store person doesn't know how to do that. You got a person who just walked up, and so it's just you now. So you're at that, and now the phone rings, and you have to answer the phone within three rings. Otherwise, you end up and, in a report, and you have to hear about it later. Yeah, fucking yes. stupid. And then you can't answer the phone and put them on hold because that's also on the report. Like what the hell? Jesus but like Christ. corporate people don't see that. That was one of the things I was trying to make a point earlier, but my brain doesn't work good. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that, that there's a, a five minute window that can ruin your hour and yes. ruin your day. Like if you open at eight, say you open at eight and it's you and two technicians open and you open, there's somebody waiting in the drive-thru for you. There's two people waiting to pick up. 
you've got a night's worth of people who sent in prescriptions and everything that don't get filled during at night. Yeah. And then you've got somebody at drop off. So you send one of your texts to the drive through, you put one of your texts at pickup and then you're dealing with the person at drop off. And now the phone rings. So you deal with the person, like you take care of the drop off, like you have their prescription, but you still have to enter it in. So you take that with you and you go back to the thing and you answer the phone and you're like, blah, 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 blah. How can I help you? And then the, the tech at the pickup is like, Hey, this person has a question about their medication or they need a consultation or whatever. So you're like on the phone and you're just like, okay, I'll be there in a minute. So now you've got somebody waiting. And then the person at the drive-thru is like, hey, I'm missing one of their scripts. You know where this is. It's fucking 8.03 and your day is in the toilet already because that is so hard to rebound from. Like, you know that. Like, you get to work. (laughs) You get to work. Like, your phone's ringing at 8 o'clock right on the dot. And you're like, and they're like, have you looked at your email? And you're like, no. I. And then you get in your email and they're like, oh, yeah, you have to have a conference call at 8.30. And you're like, what the shit? Like, this... Today wasn't supposed to go this way. The other day, perfect example. The other day, I had I woke up to like three texts from people like, "Hey, I won't be in," or "Hey, this is that," blah blah. blah whatever. It's like, all right, cool. So I'm already down a couple people. Fun. Um, and like I opened my email, and uh, our main supervisor or my boss is out sick, so one of the other supervisors taking their place. And in the process of that, we have uh, an Excel file with all kinds of work items, like 350 work items that I now have to look at, dispense out to my team keep track of and this was just before eight o'clock i haven't even literally yeah. like i'm logging everything in and I have my email is the first thing i get pulled up i'm like all right cool so i have a whole lot of work to do and it's a certain kind of work so now i have to create a job aid for my team members to be able to understand what work they're going to be working on yeah no it's if you start your day off just wrong it, it's going to ruin it for the rest of it and you're just playing catch up and it's exhausting and I can only imagine yeah. pharmacies with or understaffed pharmacies just having that again and again and again, day after day. And uh, that is truly a nightmare scenario. And that's what that's what when you when you manage solely by reports and reporting, like it's great that we have all this computer software and it's great that you can see like how many prescriptions were filled by a certain person and how yeah. many phone calls you've got and how long each phone call was. Like, that's great, but it doesn't pack the same effect of if you were there dealing with it. It doesn't paint an accurate picture of the situation. Yes, exactly. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It's like, if you're not there, if you don't at least visit certain locations to see how it all actually works day to day, how all these different little things impact um, the workflow of the day, I mean, you're not going to be able to properly manage at your level to where you're going to be able to, like, get the best or the sorry i'm trying to think of the word uh fuck i just you can't get the most out of it more or less um fuck i still can't think of the word (laughs) two seconds i think i might it's right at the tip of my tongue fuck it watch out to cut that part out (laughs) 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 because i can't fucking like, it's not going to be the you... most efficient method of managing. Fuck, yeah. there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, and that's one of the things that like corporations are like customer first. No, that needs to change because it, it cannot be customer first all times. Right. Your employees are what's going to help make those customers happy. And if your employees are fucking being fed shit day in and day out they're not going to want to do their jobs properly they're not going to want to make these customers happy all they're going to want to do is work well enough and hard enough to make their paycheck that's it and that's not going to lead to happy customers so it's just a matter of corporations having to shift their perspective on what they need to take care of first yes having certain like customer implementations to where like we can protect them as far as like bad purchases or refunds or just things like that. That's cool. That's fine and all. But like the customer always being right and treating them ahead of your employee is a backwards way of looking at it, I think. Yeah. And they, they, they put, and part of the problem is you have, there's such a disparity, dis, disparate, disparage, what? Dis- disparity. <laughs> there's such a disparity. Is that right? That just doesn't sound right. Anyway. There's such a disparity between, like, say, your metro areas and your rural areas. Like, 
the the customer bases are completely different even where we live like we're pretty rural you know i wouldn't even say we're suburban like we're kind of like they're play especially where you are like yeah um i guarantee you your town that ha- what's the what's the population of your town like 13,000 8,000 I would say actually it's surprisingly a little bit larger. I think last time I heard it was like between 15 to 20,000, I think. Oh shit. But it's still it's still relatively small though. It's 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 very more country than anything. It's definitely so, not like big city type of place. And I know this for a fact. Your small Walmart which did um it was in the 30 to 50 million dollar bracket for okay. for Walmart and that's really low. Like the average Walmarts around you were in the 88 to 100 million dollar bracket. I can believe that. Okay. So you've got cities that surround you are in the 40,000s, 50,000s. I think the highest is like 70,000. <clears throat> so the point I'm making in your small town with a third of the people, half the people, they write more checks for shit. There are more checks paid for transaction-wise than in the any other town, and almost combined. Damn. So companies roll out these new, uh, new new processes. They're like, oh, we've made an app for this, or like. In our last episode, you talked about it. You can't get Walmart delivery in your town. Yeah. So when corporate rolls this stuff out, they don't look at these small areas because they're, we it's minuscule money. Like, we don't matter. So they're yeah. like, they put in all this stuff like, oh, you can get your prescriptions automatically delivered and you can pay for everything online and then just go pick it up. No, we are still in the inf- infancy of that. So like, just because it's out and and your bigger areas are picking it up doesn't mean like your older customer base is going to do it. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, like when you still you still have people paying by check, like that that's a wrench that that holds everything up. Like yeah. it it makes it like it's great that you have all this stuff, all these extra bonuses that are all. I don't want to electronical like you know but like let's call them new age like you have all this new age you know like an app that you can go in and download and you can sign in and you can okay be like oh fill this prescription don't fill that prescription i want to go ahead and pay for that let's go ahead and get it delivered to my house so you don't even have to go there so yeah all these modern amenities yeah yeah thank you that that's that's the that's the customer that when corporate like oh we're rolling this out so nobody's gonna even need to go to the store anymore like yeah we expect that the majority of this these aren't gonna be you know because like we talked about in one of the other episodes retail is heading towards a non-interacting interaction like they want everything to be curbside pickup or home delivery but in this area, you're not going to get that. You're going to have people who are going to go, I still want to go in and look, you know? Yeah, like that's their big outing. Like going to a yeah. Walmart for their weekly grocery trip. That's their big outing, more or less. Weekly? <laughs> I ran into people that come down twice a year. That's, that's yeah, I can in, see that. In your town. <laughs> I have heard the phrase, I only come down from the hauler twice a year so like to be fair that once in christmas and then once in the summer for a vacation (laughs) so they come down and do their christmas shopping so and i know like if like people here in this they don't believe me it's oh it's true it's damn true like you've got you've got people that live up in the holler and they don't need they don't have cell phones they don't um they don't have internet they live up on their own they do their own thing they keep it all in the family if you know what i'm saying <laughs> they come down the hauler and they have their club-footed kids and their the kid with the inverted tongue 
Oh, and a guy that barks. <laughs> if if you people don't believe me, where we live, we don't live far from the Whitaker family. Have you seen <laughs> anything on the Whitaker family? I've heard mention of it here and there, yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a guy, all he does is bark. And that guy shops in that store. <laughs> oh my god. I know. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, Fun fact, a lot of those people, those types of people, are the biggest buyers of bootleg DVDs in this area. <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe it. I that may or good... may not have sold bootleg DVDs out of a flea market for a little while at one point. Right. Not my DVDs directly, but I helped sell them. And those yeah. were some of the biggest customers. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, well, I hope we haven't... <laughs> Yeah, we probably lost listeners on that last tangent, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is there Hopefully anything not. you want to say wrapping up? Like, I know we were kind of all over the place, but like I said, this was just like it was in the news. It was something I wanted to speak to um, because I do like I have a, a passionate opinion. Like, I really think they should keep keep pushing. Don't just get what you want. Do what is going to be best. Imagine like you are going to have a child that grows up to be a pharmacist push them to make the the work the the work that you want your child to do yeah like just don't just don't serve yourself serve everybody serve your other brothers your other pharmacist brothers your techs like look out for your techs look out for the guy that works the front store that comes back and helps you like look out for those people like keep yeah. push keep keep pushing until you get what not only you want but what you need and what everyone deserves when it comes to yes. retail workers, for sure. But just don't go crazy. I know, like, it's a fine line. It's a it's yeah. a real fine line. Like, you would want, like, I would love if you are in, like, especially in a pharmacy. Like, up until recently, pharmacists didn't get a lunch. What? Yeah. They had That's to find up. time in their day to eat. I knew many pharmacists that would work a 13 hour day and never go to the bathroom. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Wow. So the board of pharmacy came in and they were like, you have to give them at least a 30 minute lunch. So CVS and Walgreens, you know what they did? Mm. Gave them a 30 minute lunch. <laughs> they shut the pharmacy down for 30 minutes. <laughs> or the other option would be you bring in another pharmacist for an overlap. But now you're paying right. two people six figures. So, like, that's how far behind it in the times that, that the pharmacy is. They are so focused on that customer experience and so focused on, like, the the whole, you can never close. Yeah. Like, and they, they, they put it under the guides of we're doing this for the customer. You're doing it for the bottom dollar. Yeah. Like, you, I'm surprised that they closed for half an hour. There are customers that still complain about it. They're like, well, that's not fair. And be like, so it's fair for somebody not to get a lunch just so you can pick up your Viagra right now in the middle of the, uh, in the, middle of the day? I think I just had a little stroke there. Something like that. <laughs> um, so it's funny. You mentioned earlier um, you had made a statement that um, pharmacy work is not like factory work. But in this instance, it kind of is because that was a lot of issues for factory workers is they're working fucking 13 hour plus days without like proper lunches, proper breaks. And that's what led to a lot of incidents and yeah. uh, workplace accidents and stuff like that. So, I mean, in that aspect, it is very similar. And it definitely like, if you don't learn from history, you're about, you're doomed to repeat it. So like it's right. gonna be only a certain amount of time if it continues the way it does, that pharmacists are gonna fuck up, put in the wrong medication to the wrong thing and someone's gonna die, if not multiple people. Cause yeah, I mean, it's just, it's bound to happen. Statistically, it's gonna happen at some point if you push yeah. the bounds of this long enough. So yeah, 100%. and most people, especially in retail, when you when you hear that somebody's making six figures a year, you're like, "Fuck them!" Like they yeah. can deal with it. They're making they're making a a ton of money. I get it, like, but that's not fair. That's not right. Like just yeah. because because they knew their career path at a young age and they found out they liked helping people and they went to school, they did the work it's they're getting paid back for it. Like they made this decision to, you know, be of service to people. 
Like, yes, they make good money, but they are doing a service that, like, there's a lot of us, like, my life would be uh, a lot shorter. <laughs> like, pharmacy and pharmacists have prolonged my life because yeah. I'm not a healthy person. I try, <laughs> but I fall off the wagon. So, so like because we have this service we are now living longer and just because they make a lot of money doesn't mean that we should be like fuck them like they shouldn't get a lunch yeah. no they should get a lunch they should get everything that they should pharmacists should get everything that you want as a nine dollar an hour employee yeah. you want I mean, like and that's kind of like they're they're it's kind of like misplaced aggression because they're they see how much that the pharmacist makes like fuck them they they they've earned it they whatever they're whatever um, but at the same time, you should be thinking of it as like, okay, so they're making that much and yet they're not getting a lunch. Um, so like, not only like, let me help them, but also I should be getting paid more for the things that I do as right. well. Cause it's not necessarily their fault that that's what they're getting paid. Um, it's that it's the company, it's corporations, it's boards that decide pay grades for, you know, certain things. So it's a matter of take your aggression and direct it towards where it can right. actually need or where it needs to go and where the change can actually happen because the pharmacists are going to be able to help you get more money i mean so yeah. there's no point in being angry at what they make when there's people that have made the decision of what you, the minimum wage is going to be and if that's what you're stuck on then you need to direct your anger towards them and i don't know if we covered this in one of our pre-recorded episodes but and we'll and we'll close on this this happened on september 10th of 2021 uh, a pharmacist by the name of Ashley Anderson was at work at a CVS in Indiana. Okay. She was working, doing all the things that we've just talked about. Right. And she started feeling bad. So she called her boss or the, the, the scheduler for the pharmacy and was like, look, I really don't feel well. I need to leave. Yeah. And they, she was told, well, you can't leave until we find somebody to replace you, right? Jesus. Because stores cannot close. Like like we've said, you know, this is the whole point of what we're talking about. Stores can't close. Right. So they finally, after a few minutes, they get back to her and they're like, we've got somebody coming. They're two hours away. So you have to wait <laughs> for two hours. So now you're at work. You're not feeling well. And customers are just bombarding you with shit, and now you're stressed out. So you're like, um, so you're at work dealing with all that shit. So within that two hours, at some point, before anybody showed up, she has a heart attack and dies at work. God damn. She was a she was forty one years old. Fuck. So. Fuck. Yeah. Like, that's one of those so, situations. It sucks that it happens, but, dude, I, I hope... Like, the people that told her no, that told her she had to wait for stupid fucking reasons, I hope they feel 100% guilty for that. Yeah. That, yeah and, that's, like, that's you ridiculous. are told, like, I was a scheduler for a while. You are told your stores cannot close. Mm -hmm. And I've told... Like, I've been in that exact situation. But if somebody's like, I feel really bad, I say, if you need, if you feel bad enough that you need to close the store, close it, close the pharmacy, close it. Right. Like I know if somebody was feeling that bad, if she didn't communicate that, I'm not saying that she should have closed the pharmacy and left clearly. Yeah. Yeah. She could have, she could have called, she could have, she should have called 911 and had a, had an ambulance to the store and that would have made everybody look real stupid. Yes. But like I've been on, like I've been in management for 20 years. Like I know what it's like, but damn it. Like that, that could be anybody, you know, it yeah. could be any one of us. And that's just, it's, that's. Especially under working conditions like those. I mean, right. it, it's just more likely to happen. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's super fucked. I mean, that, that, that she should be the battle cry. Like remember Ashley Anderson, you know, like, yeah she she was a good employee like she was dedicated i mean fuck it cost her her life her dedication cost her her life yeah and like when i read that article i was like fuck that's gonna be me because i go to work sick i don't 
feel good and I, I go to work, I don't leave early, I don't call in, I... And I don't know, I don't know if it's I'm that loyal, or I just try to avoid that confrontation of having to call in because I know my boss will give me extreme amounts of shit for calling in. Right. But like, that's like, fuck, like, I mean, I've been at work and I've like, I've worked a 16 hour day. And in that 16 hour days, I drank four monsters. My Jesus heart Christ. could have exploded in my chest and they would <laughs> be like, this store manager died of his heart exploded because he drank nothing but energy drinks, no water. He didn't get a break or he didn't eat that day. His heart exploded in his chest because he was arguing with a lady over a coupon, you know, like yep. whatever it was, whatever it was, <laughs> you know? So, all right, well, keep pushing, keep going, keep fighting. We might have to come up, I don't know. Find a song, like a motivation song. <laughs> but all right, I think I think that's gonna be it, man. You have anything else? No, sounds good. Uh all right, I check us behind. out at at uh stories at work here pod. Check us out on X <laughs> I was like X. Oh yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. The formerly artist X, formerly, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> at uh, Work Here Pod. That's that's hit us up. You can get us a hold of there. Um, we have a Instagram. Work Here Pod. Um, so keep fighting. Keep doing the right thing. Um, I I don't know. Uh, this is a horrible ending. I should have written something down. But... <laughs> Fuck. But, we'll you know, you're not alone, like, especially if you are a retail worker and you're not in the pharmacy, like, bring it up, talk to somebody about it, like, spread the word, like, get this word out, because they're not just, they're not doing this for themselves, like, this is gonna, you know, this could trickle down and impact everybody, from the yes. cart pusher to the maintenance worker, it could impact, it could honestly change the landscape of the retail world. So this is one of those moments that we could either look back and go, this is when it all changed, or it's going to be a moment that is just completely forgotten. And th those of us that remember it will remember what could have been.